Hi, this is Mike Callahan again, and uh, I've got a great guest today that I want to uh, introduce you to. His name is Tom Pitock, and uh, I met Tom several years ago at the, the University of Michigan-Dearborn where I was working. And Tom's a veteran affairs coordinator for the university and, and has um, over 22 years of uh, service in the Coast Guard. He retired from the Coast Guard and has got some great stories to share with us about uh, how he made that transition from military life to civilian life, as well as lots of uh, suggestions and ideas about uh, uh, how veterans can be more successful in, in making that transition. So with no further ado, uh, welcome, Tom. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your background besides what I just said? <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. Uh, again, my name is Tom Pittock, and I, it's an honor to be here. Um, so I served 23, almost 23 years in the United States Coast Guard, and, and I was an enlisted man, and I um, rose to the ranks um, as a machinery technician. And my role in the Coast Guard was to follow orders and fix things as needed, and one thing led to another, and I found myself in leadership roles. Um, I retired from the military in 2008, and uh, I quickly found out that uh, for me, I would, if I wanted to make it in, in the job market, and if we all know what happened in 2008 is when the recession hit, that I would have to get a formal education. So I entered, uh, I, I entered college uh, shortly after my retirement, and uh, I found ways to uh, put myself out there and sample what the workforce has to offer, and it, and it kind of paid off for me. So, so let's talk about that a little bit more. How how does somebody go about sampling what's what's out there? You know, you're getting out, you, you're working on your resume, you got to get a job. How do I dip my toe in the water? What are some ways to do that? Well, that, that, that is pretty much, uh, it's an interesting question because uh, it's not, not going to be the same for every person. Everybody has their own flavor. Uh, for me, um, I knew that I did not want to be a mechanic anymore. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on the water uh, riding boats or ships. Uh, I, would, I wanted to find myself in more of a position to have a nine-to-five job and be around my family. So those were the criteria that I was basing my, my future career on, but I had no idea what that career would be. So one of the good things that I did is I, I enrolled at a community college in California um, to kind of figure out what direction I wanted to go. And um, my counselor, bless her heart, she was very patient with me. Um, being that I was an older, non-traditional college student, right out of the military, not really, I guess you could say, uh, structured to go to college, right out of high school anyway. Um, I really didn't think that higher education was a good fit for me. But being that there was a little bit of a shift in the economy, I felt that was the only way that I was going to get ahead. Okay. So I, uh, 
I went to school thinking that I was going to be a music music teacher. And uh, <laughs> being a music teacher just didn't work out for me. Uh, I love to play music. I play brass instruments and I've always played it ever since I was a kid. And uh, I realized quickly when I was sitting in the classroom with about 30 other high school graduates that they all wanted to be music teachers that I probably really didn't have much of a chance because it was gonna be a pretty competitive uh, career field. I moved on to a couple other things. I maybe wanted to be a business owner and uh, I took a couple, couple computer classes and I figured out pretty quickly that I was a computer abuser, not a computer user. And I decided that maybe I shouldn't uh, pursue that and uh, found my niche in communications. Why? Because I was a drill instructor. We call him a company commander in the Coast Guard, where I trained recruits in boot camp, and I was a recruiter. And communications is public speaking, and that's one thing that I found myself to be uh, comfortable at doing. You know what you described there, really, it's a journey, and I think it's important for, for people to understand that. It's, it's not automatic. You don't just get out and poof, all of a sudden the right thing shows up right. necessarily. Maybe it does for some people, but it might be a journey. You might have to try a few things and, and trying things, uh, taking different courses, maybe doing internships. Um, one of the things that we talk about too is encouraging people to do informational interviews. Go talk to people that are doing the kind of work that you think you might like to do and find out what it takes to be successful in that role. And that kind of helps discover. It's, it's, a, it's a sense of, of discovery. And that can be very scary for, for lots of folks. But it's great and, once you get through it. Right. And I, I can admit from my own experience that when I separated in 2008, I would go in front of these uh, um, potential employers and I would do the best that I could to sell myself. And I was finding it difficult to express my 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 knowledge skills and abilities because i was basing it off of my military experience so one of the things that the military does for those that are separating is they send them through a four week four day seminar to uh you know polish the resume talk a little bit how you're going to get that job uh kind of have a plan and go through some goal setting uh scenarios to help you maybe prepare for what's going to happen in the future. Um, and, and for a military person, getting out of the military, the only thing you can think about is that day of separation uh, and not necessarily uh, that class. And you just thought that, uh, for me, I just thought it was a necessary step so I can actually exit the military. So I didn't really take it too to heart until after I retired and I was out there on my own trying to think of ways to, to overcome uh, this anxiety of not being able to find employment right away. So I'll, I'll do a little self-promotion here, shameless uh, self-promotion, but I mentioned to you that, that we are running a, a workshop uh, for veterans, for, for anybody who's interested, and it's free. Um, there, they can uh, get information. It'll be on this the podcast where somebody can get information and, and sign up for it. Uh, and if you if you got out and you didn't take it to heart like like you experienced, this taking this workshop might help you make that transition. Um, let me ask a little bit more about 
what do you think, other than making this transition, what are some of the other challenges that you think veterans are facing these, these days, getting out and, and making that transition to civilian life? Anything else come to mind? Well, like you had mentioned, maybe selling themselves was difficult, um, but I find that taking advantage of those opportunities that are around you. Uh, for me, when I went into uh, my course of study and kind of figured that out, I found an opportunity to be a work study. So I was a student being paid by the VA to help veterans on campus. And uh, that's one of the things that helped me determine what I wanted to do uh, with my, as a future career. Um, and one, one thing led to another, I found that the school certifying official for VA education benefits was retiring at the institution I was at, and um, my maturity level, as you mentioned before, and uh, my skill set was perfect for uh, that type of role. So uh, I interviewed for that role, and uh, lo and behold, I became the school certifying official, and um, and uh, it, and it took off from there. So taking advantage of those opportunities when it presents itself is very important. Yeah, we can't overemphasize that. Be open to possibilities, take advantage, volunteer, try things out. And a lot of times things will present themselves that you don't consciously even know about once you're getting into it. I think that's, 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 a, that's an ex important lesson that I learned is there's things that you're not even thinking about, and but once you get exposed to them, and you turn, it turns out that it's something that you're really interested in. It's it's fun to explore because it's there's a right. whole host of opportunities. Right, and, and another challenge that I think was uh, that presented itself is that the military is very structured, and um, they made sure that. I had a roof over my head. My family had a roof over their head. There was always food on the table. Uh, they always provided a means for myself and my family to be taken care of. Uh, once you lose that structure and stability, it becomes a challenge to find your own way in the civilian world because now you're looking for an employer that's going to help provide some of that structure and stability, maybe through. Uh, medical benefits, uh, some kind of retirement fund, uh, all those are important aspects when, when you're out there looking for work, especially if you have a family. So, so for me, that was another challenge that I really um, forgot to mention. Yeah, good point. And, and, you know, I sometimes I'll advise people that while you're in that quest looking for the right thing, you might have to just do some things to survive. You may just have to get a job, you got to pay the bills, you got to take care of that stuff while you're still trying to figure out what you want to do. And that's not a bad thing. That's, 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 that's an honorable thing to do because you're taking care of your responsibilities. But uh, you don't have to have the perfect job. You'll get to it eventually. Take care, survive, and then go through adapting and flourishing ultimately as you, as you work through it. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to, to cover with us today? I appreciate you taking the time, and, and I think what you get to say is, is very valuable. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? No, the only thing that I would really like to hit home is, one, uh, set some goals. Um, 
learn how to sell yourself. I, I think Mike uh, is onto something when it comes to uh, promoting yourself and selling yourself. They say that 30 second interview pitch, like if you're in an interview or you're in the elevator and you see a potential employer, employer in that uh, elevator, having that 30 second, uh, uh, I guess, uh, elevator, elevator pitch, pitch. It, right, is gonna be, uh, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna help you perhaps land that interview or an actual job. So, so a lot of people don't realize that, that the, um, the resume is important. However, it's not to get you the interview. It is only, or I'm not to get the job. It's to get you the interview. So the resume gets you the interview, not the job. So, so how you sell yourself in the interview is really the takeaway that I would uh, uh, want to make sure uh, folks really understand. Okay. Well, and, and again, reminder, we like to cover that in the workshop that I mentioned earlier. So that's, uh, that's part of uh, the help that we can provide. So, Tom, thank you for taking the time. Appreciate it. And no uh, hope, uh, hope everything is well with you and your family. And uh, we'll be talking to you again real soon. Take care. All right. Thank you, Mike. Bye-bye.